Hello, I'm Afia Salter, and I'm here to help ambitious women just like you learn how to unapologetically manifest an extraordinary life. Whether that's finally finding and living your soul's purpose, building the business of your dreams, or kicking it back with a cocktail, margarita for me, you best believe I'm right there alongside you, strapping in for the ride. Okay, gorgeous. Ready to dive in? Let's do it. What's up, hot stuff, and welcome back to another episode of the Manifest Edit Podcast. And if it's your first time here, jazz hands, welcome. Today, I'm going to be talking to you all about fear and why owning your fear can make you even more abundant. This is one of my favorite things to talk about on the podcast, and I think in part due to the way that my own spiritual and conscious manifestation journey started back in 2015 and one of my mentors at the time had bought me this book called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway by Suzanne Jeffers and this was at the time where I was struggling quite a lot with anxiety and this is when I first began showing up online and doing videos and lives and things like that and I was so nervous to begin with like I watched back some of those first videos (laughs) I look so shifty. In fact, I posted some of them on one of my Instagram highlights called Inner Glow Up Experience and I posted some of my first videos and you can see just like how nervous and shy I am to start speaking on video and then now you just you just can't shut me up. I don't know whether I spoke about this on a recent podcast episode or whether I spoke about this to someone in real life. This often happens or I can't remember whether I talked about something on the podcast or in real life. But I recently went to a festival for new year with my friend and these people approached us and were like hey can you do would you guys be interested in doing a little interview about our drinks brand and we'll give you some free drinks and I was like yes absolutely sign us up and then my friend's like what have you signed us up for and I was like oh no worries it's just like this this interview and she's like I, I can't I can't do it and I was like it's okay I'll cover us both I'll, t- I'll take one for the team and just gave this interview off the cuff and it was really natural and easy for me to do and I was talking ah uh, yeah if I was talking about it with someone in real life and I was talking about someone asked me a question in real life and I gave this answer and she's like wow that was like a really solid answer I was just expecting like a couple of things I'm like well I'm so used to speaking in interviews for other people's podcasts and my own podcast that when people ask me questions it's like second nature for me to take a second pause and then just my brain just unfurls all the information (laughs) and it just feels it feels really easy for me in a way that it definitely definitely did not used to and I used to have to have like a ton of notes for speaking engagements or if I was giving a talk on something whereas now it's just a little if I'm obviously if I'm coaching (laughs) I I do still need that outline because I have a tendency to go off on tangents which sometimes can be useful but then I might get in the midst of it and then forget where I was to begin with. So if I'm coaching, I'll have like a little outline. But on my podcast, I generally have four bullet points and then I just talk about those four or five bullet points to whatever comes up on my mind or when I'm in person. So needless to say, being a podcaster has just made me a better conversationalist. It's made me able to give better answers and also hold space and prompt people to give better answers as well. Going back to this is it all stemmed from my fear of showing up publicly and how I moved through that fear. So in part, that's what we're going to be touching on today, as well as 
looking at how you're currently approaching fear in your life, what your mindset is towards it, and helping you create a, a more positive mindset in order to show up fully and manifest even more abundance. 11-11, make a wish. So, in terms of life updates this week, oh my goodness, I had an amazing, amazing massage yesterday and it was everything I needed and more. I have been having a bit of a challenging time sleeping lately, having very broken sleep and it has been like impacting me throughout the day because I've just not had a proper sleep cycle. So during the day, I'm just like, I'm not at my maximum energy levels that I know I can be at. And I also have chronic fatigue from endometriosis anyway. So every little drop of energy that I can grab onto is so, so important for me. So when I don't sleep well, it really impacts me on a lot deeper level than I think it might impact some other people just due to my chronic illness and all the other stuff going on as well. So I went for a massage and it absolutely rocked my world. I recently discovered this amazing, amazing massage place next to my house. I mean, like three minutes walk from my house, which is perfect. And I just had the best time. I had the best time. It's so nice in there. Came back and I just felt like that feeling that you get after you do a deep meditation or you have an incredible yoga session. I felt like that from this massage and I just got to like lay back and do and do nothing. I didn't have to do anything. I just got to lay there and not think. And it felt like it was over so quickly. I was like just settling in. She's like, I hope you enjoyed the massage. I was like, fuck it. I should have booked for 90 minutes. Anyway, and came home did my did my relaxing did my sunday routine and then i actually had the best sleep ever last night i slept right through the night i woke up 8am i'm like oh, i'm good to go i'm good to go today so yeah that has made me really really happy and obviously i'm not going to get a massage every day in order to sleep better but i do feel optimistic about this week and and just feeling more energized so let's talk about today's episode which actually was inspired by something i watched yesterday on netflix i'm currently watching shadow and bone and one of the characters in it said and i quote okay actually this is um, from memory so maybe it's not a direct quote but i'm pretty sure this is what he said that instinct is just fear in a smaller glass instinct is fear in a smaller glass and what I took to make to mean from that was that fear isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just dependent on the levels of fear, right? We can have a little bit of fear. We might have like fully fledged fear. We might have anxiety. We might have crippling anxiety. There's different levels to it. And so just a little bit of fear is actually not a bad thing. And it got me thinking about other contexts where fear was not necessarily a bad thing either and that leads me to my first point which is that context is really important when it comes to decoding your fear and something that I learned in my NLP training was thinking about in inverted commas negative habits behaviors and where these might actually be useful so looking at fear Fear is actually a very real thing that we need in our lives to stay alive. Your subconscious mind is always looking for the danger in every situation, not as a method of ruining your life, but as a means of, of keeping you alive, of doing its job. So if you are finding yourself experiencing fear on a consistent or daily basis, 
well done everything is in working order everything is in good working order and it's not necessarily that anything is wrong but we might need to bring some more balance so that this fear isn't taking over your life but is actually supporting you in your life fear also stops us from doing crazy ass shit (laughs) in a lot of occasions fear is what ensures you look both ways before you cross the road There is so many things where fear is actually contributing to your life, not taking away from it. And I think when it really comes down to it, you're probably not giving yourself enough credit for all those things that are now happening on a subconscious basis, like remembering how to cross the road or all of these things that are keeping you safe that just happen subconsciously now that you don't even have to think about that are ways that your fear is serving you every single day. So on that note, the first question I want to put to you and is something that I want you to write down. So you know me, I like giving practices. Well, maybe you don't know me, maybe this is your first podcast episode and we're just getting to know each other. In which case, you should definitely be hitting the subscribe button to get updated on future episodes. But I like to include practices, exercises within my podcast episodes so that you are really internalizing what you're learning in these episodes here and taking something away from it. So I want you to write down the question, in what context is my fear helpful? In what context is my fear helpful? And I want you to pause this episode and think of a few situations. So there's like the situation I shared with crossing the road and remembering to look both ways. Maybe it stopped you from going on a date with someone who seems a little bit dodgy. In what situations can you think of that your fear has actually been serving you? And I want you to take five minutes to think about this, write on this, journal on this, and come up with as many different things as you can. And when you've done that, come back. Now, the reason that this is so important is because I don't know about you, but definitely for me, when I was first learning about spirituality and conscious manifestation, I was very aware of bad thoughts, negative thoughts versus good thoughts, positive thoughts. And now five, six, seven, seven, (laughs) seven years on, I know that good and bad are, are just very um limiting terms and I, I try not to use those or even positive and negative it really exists on a spectrum so absolutely there are going to be times when you feel shit or you feel down or you're not positive happy outgoing or whatever whatever positive attributes you want to have all the time and that isn't necessarily a bad thing you are also going to have times where you have negative thoughts and that isn't necessarily a bad thing it's just how we look at the information that we are being given and so as you can see from your example of all those fears that you wrote down that have actually served you things are not always as they seem on the outset and I want you to Get into that mindset of when thoughts come up, just being aware and remembering that things aren't always as they seem and in what context could this be helpful? What's another way to look at this? And just that process of self-inquiry is incredibly powerful when you can get into a consistent habit of doing that and of like looking at things differently, reframing your perspective. It's as my favorite philosopher, Marcel Proust, once said, The only true voyage of discovery consists not in seeking new landscapes, but in having new eyes. And I think this is paraphrased because people have changed it from the little bit ye old English that he used. But essentially what he's saying is the importance of changing your perspective, right? Not in seeing new landscapes is in having new eyes, is seeing the same things differently. And I just want to shout out to my homeboy Marcel for... (laughs) 
<laughs> shout out to my boy Marcel for sharing those wisdom that that wisdom with me. So fear it fear it really isn't all bad. And one of the most abundant things that you can do is changing your own perspective. Point number two, fear can give you motivation and drive to succeed. Fear of failure in some in some cases can actually be a really good driver that is going to push you forward. Now, this comes with a caveat in that fear is a good short-term motivator. I do not recommend with my clients or with anyone else to use fear as an ongoing long-term motivator. And here's what I mean by this. If you are afraid of something like I... Um, I don't want to be overweight anymore. I don't want to be too thin anymore. I I want to change my body type. In the short term, the fear of being X will motivate you. But in the long term, the fear of being X is actually going to lead you away from where you want to go because you're not focusing on the future. You're focusing on the past. You're focusing on behind and you want to look forward. It's like getting in a car and only focusing on where you've already driven on the road instead of the directions that you need to go forward. Like, I guess it can work if you know the road well, but why would you want to be looking at where you've already been when you can be looking at moving forward? Um, So yes, Fear can be good in the, in the short term, but we don't want to consistently be using fear as a driver to motivate ourselves. So for example, a big motivator for me in life is security. I was orphaned at a really young age and had to begin looking out for myself from a really young age. And for me, having a plan B, a backup plan, having financial security was something that was extremely important to me from just very young. And now it's something that's still important to me, but less along the lines of I am going to be completely and utterly screwed if I don't have the money to support myself because I don't have a family home to move back into or I don't have parents that can support me through whatever I'm going through. But it's more from the perspective of it allows me to have more freedom in my life when I have more security in my life. So yes, it was initially sparked by that fear, but the way that it has evolved over time is to be focused on where I'm going and on the possibilities rather than the, um, what is that called? Basically, like I'm not, dis- I'm not focusing on disaster anymore. You know, I'm not um, ruminating on all the negative outcomes. So that is just something to bear in mind. But yes, f- fear can give you motivation and drive to succeed. And then we can use that jumping off point from the fear and drive to succeed to change it into something more positive. It's like when my clients come to me and they say that they don't know what they want to manifest, which I call, I call, I call BS on that. But if you, if you feel like you really don't know, one question that I might ask them is, okay, what don't, what don't you want? Well, I don't want to be stuck in a dead end job. I don't want to have a rubbish relationship where I don't feel valued, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Now what's the opposite of that? That is what you actually do want. So we can use that fear to take you on a journey to where you want to go. And it's, it's a really great tool for that. Number three, fear illuminates your shadows. Fear helps you to see what actually are you afraid of? What is there lurking in the shadows? You may be triggered by things and not even realize what those triggers are. And fear can give you a great gift of seeing 
why am I being triggered by this thing? And realizing that it reminds you of something someone said when you're in the playground at five years old that you didn't even know was impacting you in the day to day. Shadows are essentially the subconscious areas of our mind. And this was actually the idea of your shadow self was popularized by Carl Jung, who's a psychologist was I don't think he's alive anymore um anyway and Carl Jung had this idea of your shadow self which was all these parts of yourself that you you don't really know they lie in the shadows so when people talk about shadow work what they're talking about is finding out what those deepest fears and triggers are and working through them in order to heal grow and move forward so fear can can help you to do that do those things if you're noticing things coming up on a consistent basis you can begin to identify patterns and with those patterns you can begin that journey of healing and moving through them. I do have a separate episode all about shadow work where I go even deeper into that so if you just type in the manifest edit and then shadow work I think the episode of something like what is shadow work and something 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 but it's a really great episode if, if this is you're just getting started with shadow work and how to dive deeper into it. Um, so illuminating your shadows, bringing light to your shadows and guess what when there is light in your shadows they are not shadows anymore and i'm always a big advocate for the more we can learn about ourselves understand ourselves the the better off everyone will be finally with light comes dark and by having the dark it increases your capacity for the light so even if you manifest everything that you've ever wanted there are going to be downsides to that Let's say you want to manifest winning the lottery, which is something, again, something I don't recommend, but anyway, (laughs) just for example's sake, you manifest winning the lottery and you think, oh, if I just had a million dollars, my life would be so much easier. In fact, I don't even think it is. You know, with inflation and everything, I don't think the lottery is just a million dollars anymore. I think it's quite a lot more money than that. Okay, however much the lottery is, you win that amount of money. Does your life just drastically improve from that moment forward and everything's better? Well, no, actually, you need to learn how to manage that large amount of money. You need to pay taxes on that large amount of money. Friends and family members may begin asking more of you now that they know that you have that large amount of money. There are going to be downsides to every upside. I went on my dream, dream trip last year and I spent two months in Europe, which is something that I've wanted to do for four years to go on a Euro trip. And I finally got to the point where all, all the stars aligned to make it happen and there were definitely <laughs> there were definitely some downsides I recorded my Europe trip part one and two podcast episodes so you can learn more about that in there but even though that trip was everything I've ever hoped and dreams there were definitely some really challenging moments inside of that that um yeah that were hard there were some really hard times throughout that two months so even though you may manifest the thing that you want, it's still going to come with some some downsides and some things that you are going to have to be prepared for. And in having these fears to begin with, it prepares you to be more abundant. It prepares you to hold more because you have the tools and the knowledge to work through the, the difficult and the challenging things. So as we have the law of attraction, we also have the law of polarity or the law of duality, which talks about the relationships between positives and negatives and ups and downs and just the basic order of the, of the universe is that energy has a positive charge and a negative charge. And so knowing to expect that allows you to somewhat prepare yourself for those moments. 
So no, your fear is not necessarily a bad thing because you know what? Context, context is everything. Fear can give you motivation and drive to succeed in the short term and then we can use that fear and as a catalyst to create more positive motivators um, for the long term. Fear can also help you to illuminate your shadows and learn more about yourself through the process of self-inquiry. And finally, with light comes darkness and fear increases your capacity to hold even more. Well, fear slash darkness gives you the capacity to hold even more light, but it is all dependent on how you choose to face things and what your perspective is towards your fear. Because if when you're having challenging moments or negative thoughts or thoughts that are not conducive to your success you're spiraling and you're going down that rabbit hole of not being good enough or why am I thinking like this or why am I doing this blah 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 and we all have those moments we all have those times but it's like how far are you letting yourself go down the rabbit hole are you like just putting a toe in and like wait 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 no no this is not where I want to go are you like fully immersed in the depths of the rabbit hole you're in a you're in a rabbit tunnel you're in this like underground rabbit hangout now and you are you are pretty far gone that's going to take you some more time to come out of and so the aim with with everything that I do and with with my coaching is never to say to someone this is never going to happen in your life again, or you're never going to feel this way in your life again. No, it's to say, now you have the tools, you have the knowledge, and you have the capacity to approach things differently. And that in itself is completely life-changing. Maybe even more so life-changing than just something never coming up in your life again. There'll be certain things in your life that just don't really occur in your life anymore that you don't entertain in your life anymore but often the way the universe works is by giving us an opportunity to to reface um things that have challenged us or triggered us in a different context and that is what lends itself to that inner power that we can derive so i i, I truly think that fear can be a blessing and i i did love that book by suzanne jeffers on how to feel the fear and do it anyway and put yourself in in challenging situations and push yourself and honestly you really don't know what you're you're capable of until you you felt the depths of that fear and and of things not working out i remember a few years ago 2019 i went to new zealand and as soon as i got there i was like New Zealand's cool, New Zealand's fun. Tell you one thing I would never do though is do a bungee jump. And that's one of the things that Queenstown specifically is famous for because they have a really high bungee jump. I'm just like, I would never, I mean, never do that. It is terrifying. And so I went off on my trip two weeks around New Zealand and then our final stop was Queensland. And then we landed in Queensland and the next day I found myself emailing (laughs) emailing the bungee jump place asking for a media discount because I was doing travel blogging at the time and I uh, was my trip to New Zealand was largely sponsored by a couple of travel companies so I, I wrote to the the bungee place and I asked them for a media discount which they gave me and what do you know two days later there I was waking up at six in the morning to go bungee jumping which I had always said that I never wanted to do in the first place and I don't even know to this day what it was that that drove me to do it it was just like this instinctive feeling like of, of like overcoming that that fear of being like bigger than that fear that I had that I just 
I just had to do it. I just wanted to do it. And it wasn't like I signed up for it and I was like, woo, everything's going to be fine. I signed up for it. I was terrified. I got to the office on the morning that we were going on the bungee jump. I was terrified. I was on the bus. I was on terrified. I was on the platform. I was terrified. I was walking to the bungee. I was ter- Every step of the way, I was terrified. I don't think I've ever been as afraid of anything in my entire life. I watched that video of me doing the bungee jump and even just talking about it, I get goosebumps thinking about how much fear I felt in that moment and funnily enough I had gone to the office you go to the office before you go and do the bungee jump and I initially was meant to be doing the bungee jump with one of my friends and then when I was going to sign up he's like yeah you know what I actually can't afford it which you know is again another point where I could have bailed out of it because I didn't have someone to do it with and still 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 I persevered and decided to keep going and so I show up at the office on the day that we're doing it and then I hear someone say, oh, Afia's doing it. When's she getting here? And someone's like, oh, she's already here. And I'm like, I'm Afia. And it was someone that I had met at a festival. My first, like the year that I moved to Australia, I had been working at a few festivals. And someone that I had met at a festival in Scotland was there at the exact same time as me in New Zealand. And so... It was great because I kind of got to do the bungee experience with him and his friend and it did make it like a little bit less scary and he took some videos for me which were really great and you could just like, it's so funny, like I got to the platform and the bungee instructor, I think I'm I'm maybe one of the last people to go so I've heard everyone else before me and they're like, ah, and I'm like, how am I going to do this? What have I signed myself up? Why am I, what have I, and I'm just, oh, the you have fear and then you also have that adrenaline just like coursing through your body and so I'm standing there on this platform and you can think of it like a a, kind of like a diving board except instead of diving into water you're just diving into blank space into nothingness and (laughs) the the guy the instructor I don't know what you call them the bungee man (laughs) the bungee man is there and he's like okay you're not far enough forward you need to walk forward I'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god okay because to me, if I take one step forward, then I'm going to be floating in the air. So I'm like shuffling forward. I'm like moving forward like inches. And he's like, no, I'm going to need you to move forward a bit more. I'm like, okay. And like moving myself to the edge of the thing. And he's explaining to me everything that's going to happen. And basically saying, okay, I'm going to count down. And then when you hear one, you're going to jump. And I'm hearing him say this. I feel like I might have even been dissociating at this moment because I'm hearing him say this, but none of this feels real. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And I'm still thinking going through my head yeah, I know that's what he said, but I don't know how I'm going to get the courage just to jump because I've done skydiving before and that was very scary as well. But you don't have to make that decision yourself. You're strapped to a skydiver and they're jumping out. So you don't even have to worry about making that decision. You're just sat at the edge and you're thinking absolutely not. And then someone else jumps. But with bungee jumping, you have to be the one to jump. I know at other places they can push you, but this one, they are not allowed to push you. You have to jump yourself. And if you don't jump within a certain amount of time, they take you back and you don't get to do it. So I can hear him counting down. I'm thinking all these thoughts are running through my head. And then I hear someone screaming. Someone is me. I have jumped I don't know how but I just heard that the number and my subconscious mind was obviously like when we hear the number we jump because I consciously did not do that I did not consciously throw myself off that platform into my near certain death and and so it happened and it's one of the most terrifying things I have ever done one of the most exhilarating things I've ever done and I'm so proud of myself for doing it because I actually have fear of heights I have fear of heights I live like 
uh, significantly high up in my apartment building, over 20 floors high. And whenever I look at, I, I can't get to the edge of my balcony. There's like a perimeter of like, I just can't look over the side. It makes me feel sick. It makes me feel anxious. It's like intrusive thought central. I can, I just can't do it. So to do that bungee jump was a huge, huge deal to me. And it just goes to show that in overcoming your fear, there is so much on the other side of that weighing for you that you never imagined possible, but that we're actually incredibly resilient, incredibly powerful when you give yourself the opportunity to show yourself what you can do. So if you are currently in this period of fear, I want you to listen to this episode again and really go through those prompts and those questions and think about what you are going to do to move yourself forward because the other thing is you can choose to be stuck in this period of fear and you can choose to let the fear consume you or you can choose to take a stand and move forward to your most abundant life ever and what I want and what I intend for you is to continually be moving towards the dreams moving towards the vision and away from the fear and into your most blissful epic life every single day. Thanks for tuning in today. I am so glad to have you here. And if you love what you've heard, remember to subscribe and leave a review because it helps even more people find and enjoy the podcast. And I just appreciate it so much. One last thing before you go, what was your biggest takeaway today? Screenshot the episode and share on Instagram at afiasalter underscore to let me know. Okay, can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, gorgeous. 